Who is on fire is Amrit Rai from Platform Sports Management joins me. Morning, buddy. Morning. How are you? Mate, I'm good. Now, look, let's let's cut to the chase. I was reading somewhere, and it might have been in one of these industry pages, but Platform Sports Management, which is a a company which helps parents get their kids into uh, American colleges, right? That's, yeah, in a nutshell. In a nutshell. Uh, but you've sold some of your stake to a rather high-profile company that does the same thing but has a pretty high-profile individual in there. Yeah, I mean, we had a massive breakthrough this year. So I've started Platform Sports back when I was 22 years old, and the whole purpose of starting Platform Sports was to create a company that I would have liked to have used. I mean, I'm from Taranaki, grew up in a really humble family. Dad's a tennis coach. Why is your brother not humble then? I don't know. You tell me, mate. Yeah, okay. You tell me. It might be the haircut that's doing it for him. Yeah, so his brother, by the way, is our number one tennis player, Arjit Rai. Anyway, move on. Yeah, uh, he's the second best tennis player in the family, actually. Yeah, right. <laughs> Behind your father. <laughs> there you go. I stitched myself up there. Um, but yeah, look, like being a new plumber, yeah. uh, it was... There wasn't much education about the American college system. And so I just did what all my mates did. I applied to all the universities in New Zealand when I finished New Plymouth Boys High School, got into Victoria University and started a business degree. But when I was there, I noticed a lot of the guys that I had played against were in America playing tennis. I thought, oh, why don't I do that? Mm. Why, why didn't anyone give me a helping hand? And so, yeah, when I was 21, at the, at the end of my year, I thought, you know, I should be doing something. And then when I was 22, phoned my uncle Rajan to help me start up a company. What's the company's office? All that basic business chat. And then, yeah, for the last eight years, we've been helping Kiwis, Australians. We've helped uh, people from China, Lebanon, India get into the American colleges. Okay, so so you have actually gone international. Yeah. As so, far we, as, so, yeah, because they've said and, – and, okay, so what attracts – not just New Zealand parents, but international parents to your platform, so to speak. Yeah, I mean, look, when the reason why people want to go to the States is because of the opportunity to study at a low cost to get a scholarship, but also to advance in their sport and the resources behind it. What I found is that a lot of the other recruitment agencies out there, and there's a number of them, there's like 45 in the United Kingdom. Yeah. There's a lot. Yeah. Uh, but they don't provide much content. So I started posting podcasts with college coaches, asking them things like, what are they looking for in a student athlete? The simple how-tos. Exactly. Like creating a bit more of a transparent lens on the overall system. And from that, we started to gain a large following. We started to get a lot of traction. High schools like Westlake Boys High have mm-hmm. taken us on as their college providers for the entire school. So we started winning trust from really important people. How hard is that? Very hard. Very, very hard. I mean, the amount of times that I've been in the car, driven five hours to present to three people and go back home in the same day because I couldn't afford accommodation when I was starting my company, there's a number of times I've done that. And all of that hard work has built trust with people that I really care about this. Obviously, it's it's a business for you, so you've got to make money. But do you make it accessible to parents that they're not having to shell out a hell of a lot of money to trade on your contacts. Oh, totally, totally. Like, there's all sorts of things that we can do for families to help support them. Like, we never turn our back on an athlete if it comes down to, like, our recruitment fee or anything like that. But what's what's been the challenge, though, is that there's a lot of cowboys in the space because they can monetize it. So what they're doing is... It's a bit, like, it's a bit like football academies that yeah. run academies and screw mum and dad for X, Y, Z because you've got someone who may have been an international and then and they're just making a living and, just, and mum and dad are going, great, this is good for Billy or Sally, but actually they're just throwing lots of wedge about. Oh, totally. And like our, the whole mission of Platform Sports is to make 
the process really transparent and be really honest with people. That's it. And we want to be the most transparent company in the South Pacific. That's our number one goal. So when a client talks to me, if I can't get them a deal in the States, I'll tell them. If I can get them a partial deal in the States, I'll tell them. How hungry are college coaches, no matter what the sport is, how hungry are they for New Zealand athletes? And is it sport specific to this area? Uh, Look, Americans love New Zealanders because we have a lot to lose. It is an 11-hour, at least an 11-hour flight to America. They're packing their bags and they're going there. They know that the kids aren't just going to misbehave over there because it's not just a short trip home like some of the local American students. Also, some of the morals that New Zealanders, young athletes grow up with of like being determined, some of the things that they have inside them of being really hungry to compete well, represent their family. Uh, Americans really appeal to that. And what's been really cool is that the American coaches say to me that they've been reading the Richie McCaw book and um, like really going through and understanding what the rugby culture is around and, and seeing these kids that are determined that are not taking things for granted is really important to them because when you go to America and you're competing at a university in the States, you're not just playing for yourself. You're representing the coach representing the university and as you know if you go on ESPN and see basketball playing there's massive amount of people that turn up to these games so you're you're carrying a lot of weight on your shoulders they need to make sure it's the right people and having people in New Zealand that um, have got a lot to lose it really sort of safeguards and protects the coaches in that aspect. So what sports have you primarily done in in the short time that Platform has been about? So the sports that we've helped athletes go to the States with is tennis, golf, track and field, lacrosse, soccer is massive. I know all the people listening to this might be, you know, cringing a little bit by me saying soccer, not football, but if I do say football, they'll be there in shoulder pads, so I can't say that. Oh, um, okay, because they call it soccer. Is, exactly. Women, primarily women, young women? Uh, both. I would have to say both. Like, there's a lot of male recruits going there. Like, we had four athletes this week that have signed up with us that want to go to the States for men's soccer. Um, but there's a lot more scholarship opportunities for girls in the soccer aspect, and that's for all sports as well. Than there are for guys um, in America. So, so tougher for young Kiwi men to get yep. a scholarship as opposed to a young woman. Oh, totally. They wow. have to do better in the classroom academically. Now, that's the one thing I'm sure mums and dads would appreciate that the American colleges don't muck around, do they? You've no. got to. You've got. To, you don't play that sport if you're failing. Yeah, 100%. There's a reason why they call it student-athlete, not athlete-student. Student comes first. And with the men's side, so when a university gets their sports funding from the NCAA, let's say University of Michigan gets 160 mil in, in scholarships that they can spend, the athletic director of the university cuts that money in half. Half goes to the men's teams, half goes to the women's teams. But there's no women's American football. So there's a lot more money given to other rostered sports like soccer, tennis, golf, track and field, etc. So as an example, a woman's tennis coach each year can can give out eight scholarships, full scholarships per year, and their roster might be 10 people. For men, it's 4.5. So it's literally cut in half. And now when we talk about full scholarships, because I know some of the scholarships can be 80% scholarships, so they'll look yep. after 80% of the fees or they'll look after all the fees, but then they've got to, you've got a mum and dad to pay for the accommodation, all that sort of stuff. What should the expectation of mums and dads in this country be when it comes to that? 
That's a very tricky question because it depends on the athlete's ability. By you, right? (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you're with platform sports, then no, it's kidding. But Uh I mean, look, the the total cost of a university are three main things: your tuition, your accommodation, and your food expenses when you're at university, and you're there for ten months in the year. And a full scholarship covers all of that plus all of your sporting expenses. What sort of money is an your standard full scholarship worth, or does it is it is it determined by sport? It, well, it determines on how much the university costs. I mean, some universities cost seventy thousand US dollars a year. Some universities cost fifty thousand US dollars a year. But on average, if you're getting a full scholarship, you're securing yourself between fifty to eighty k USD a year in scholarship funding from the athletic department. Which goes back to my point. That's why. Americans love New Zealanders because we do have got a lot to lose. That's a lot of money Mm. going to a student athlete. They have to get it right. And do you know what they started doing recently? They do a lot of investigation into social media. And I have college coaches contact me saying that they're a bit concerned about a photo in an athlete's Instagram photo because there's a beer bottle in the background because the drinking age in America is 21, not 18, like it is here in New Zealand. So they do a lot of investigations, but luckily our New Zealanders have been fantastic. But for you, a good pickup to understand that when you're having this conversation uh, to remind mums and dads that and, and the athlete themselves that, okay, world's changing and it's changing fast. Oh, 100%. I mean, the digital footprint is massive, isn't it? I mean, if you do something silly, it can 100% cost you a scholarship in the States. I got this uh, text that's coming and it, it's, it's, a, it's from Scott. He says, question... Would you help find a school for someone in the theatre or dance world? It's funny you say that. We actually helped a dancer in Christchurch, but the scholarship funding is a bit different. The NCAA isn't like the, the largest sporting body in America. Dancing doesn't come under that. So what would happen is that you would apply and try and get academic scholarships directly through the university with your high school grade point average, maybe an SAT score. And then once you've applied and received that academic funding, you contact their dance department and they will also give you some additional scholarships that you can apply for. They set their own criteria. It could be tape that they have to review, But et you can help someone through that process. I for think, sure. I think that's the key here, right? Yep, absolutely. All right, so with the the, re- the reason I wanted to talk to you today, apart from that, well, we actually haven't said who's invested in the company. Is it Ernie L's I'm hearing? So it's not invested. So I still own 100% of Platform Sports, but I had to make a big play this year. I was like, we're getting a lot of kids that wanted to work with us where we couldn't sign everyone because I'm not going to spread myself too thin and sign all these kids to our brand and not deliver what we're telling them that we're going to do because I don't have the staff to do it. So there was talks that I was having actually with my Uncle Rajan about selling a portion of my company, mm. using those funds to hire more staff. But then an opportunity came on our, knocking on our door four months ago and um, ASM scholarships approached me. They're a company based in Florida. They placed over 1,700 athletes in American colleges. To put that into context, I've placed 395 in eight years. These guys have put 1,700 in six years. Their recruitment team is in West Palm Beach, Florida. Not a bad place to go, Stephen, yeah. if, you, if you ask me. Yeah. I mean, not as good as uh, New Plymouth, obviously, but it's on not a good, bad. On a good day. Yeah, on a good day. Um, but, I mean, it's it's a real cool setup that they got. They've got former Division One college coaches that used to sign athletes to their college teams every year, now placing athletes in American colleges. Which is the key, right? They've got, you've got to have people that know know the system, understand what people are required. Yeah, it's not It's not just what you know, it's who you know. Yeah, it's a big networking game, right? And so with these guys, I, I spoke to them. So Chris Fidel's the CEO. He's an 
an absolute epic lad. He's such a nice guy. He's 36 years old, played golf in the States, initially from the UK, did very well. He's the CEO of the company. When I started, when I was 22, I actually looked at his content online and looked up to him. So mm-hmm. to have a conversation with him was a bit of an honour. Um, then Ernie Els, the professional golfer, yeah. former world number big one. E, the big easy. Big E. He's um, he's also a majority share, uh, share owner of that company as well. So together doing some really good uh, things in that space. So I'm excited, man, because um, the amount of kids now that we can work with has just expanded. Our footprint of being a transparent company has just expanded tremendously. Congratulations. Now let's talk about what's happening in December. You, Platform Sports Management, are bringing out college water polo coaches. Water polo. Now, I have a sort of an, a, a mild understanding because Daryl Halligan, uh, who we used to work with on the rugby league, two of his daughters got out of Australia because he's based in Oz, picked up water polo scholarships, full scholarships, one to UCLA and one to Harvard. Like Wow, blue, that's blue, pretty good, man. Like blue chip, <laughs> yeah. Well, one of them's in Australia, plays for the Aussie girls. Okay. I, I don't know they call them dolphins or whatever they call for for the Olympics. Anyway, so, but I'm of the understanding that water polo is a big deal in American college. It's a massive deal. I mean, it's such a growing sport. And I think there's a few sports in New Zealand that we do really well in that needs more exposure. I think water polo is definitely one of them. Um, I mean, to to play your way into a scholarship and earn an amazing education from a world-class university is an incredible thing. Mm. And we, my job is how can we make it easier for families? And like I said earlier, there's a few cowboys that do what we do where they charge people an arm and a leg. They take them to these camps in America, so parents are paying with, their, no, with zero guarantee. Zero guarantee. That's, so that's the kicker, right? I know. That's it's, the kicker. It's outrageous. It's like they pay for their flights <clears throat> for them, their mum and dad to go over with them as well. Uh, they pay for the accommodation, their food while they travel America for like a couple of weeks to go to these ID camps, and they also pay for the entry fee, which is about you know thousand to twelve hundred USD. And so I was sitting here this year, and I heard about a family that have just gone over and have come back and didn't get anything, and that sort of when it clicked, and I thought, well, why? Why don't we just bring them here? What's stopping us bringing all the coaches to New Zealand where athletes from New Zealand don't have to spend all this money? And guess what, Stephen? Colleges can cover the coaches' flights. They, they've got budgets to cover the accommodation. It's not going to cost them anything. They've got so much money from the NCAA. I was like, let's make this happen. So so how's this going to roll? I mean, are they going to be – are you organising water polo tryouts? Is that what we're saying here? It's it's an opportunity to showcase your talent in front of coaches. we got athletes that are year 13 all the way yeah. through to year 10 that are going to be competing because coaches so know So is it exactly. going to be a tournament, a purpose-built tournament? It's going to be a tournament, but it's also going to be like an opportunity for coaches to see training sessions as well, to see certain skills and drills, et cetera, um, and evaluate if that candidate's going to be a right fit for their program. So for this to happen, do you have to talk to the schools and say, this is an opportunity, get your teams in here, or how does this roll? In terms of like uh, Kiwis in New Zealand? Yes, for for, 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 for showcase them. Is that what you're doing to create this event? Yeah, look, to be honest, um, the first thing that what I did is I contacted all the coaches in the US and me and my friend Sefa. Now, Sefa is from New Zealand. Yep. He is a water polo coach in California at a Division One school. He went to a junior college in his first year and then he did three years at Cal Berkeley mm. and he competed at the highest levels. Mm. And so Sefa and I have kind of been the masterminds behind this process and this project that we're doing. And so Sefa has got a lot of friends in the college system. So he rang like Brown University. We spoke to them. They've punched their ticket. They're coming over to New Zealand, Ivy League. We've got Penn State coming over when talks with UC Davis Long Island's coming over D1's in New York other schools in California we got at the moment 10 in total that are going to be here recruiting athletes so so my question is how many schools or 
athletes do you need to produce to put in front of them? Yeah, so at the moment we've got about 50 guys that have registered and we're near capacity for that. For girls, we're sitting around 30, but I mean the event is not until the 18th and 18th to the 21st of December, so we're expecting there's going to be a lot more. So, so I'm still confused. Are you creating a tournament? Correct. And 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 put throw together teams. Yeah, hundred percent. We're gonna we're gonna throw. It's gonna be a hybrid. It's not a tournament. It's not where you enter in a tournament. You get put in a team. Yeah. If you win, you get knocked out. It's not like that at all. It's for girls. It's a two day event. They're going to be doing a combination of practices in well, front of these coaches, oh, like a combine. Yeah, exactly. It's a showcase. They're oh. showcasing talent. Wow. I mean, and, but the response from New Zealand schools and water polo athletes has been off the charts, it's right? It's been amazing. But also the regional bodies as well have been calling us, uh, sharing our content on their social media platforms, which has been epic. Everyone's really excited about this. Wow. And are you, are you surprised at the response? I am surprised and I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated I didn't do this earlier. Oh, yeah, okay. That's you know? But the fact that, the, that it's, it's potentially going to work now is, is the cool thing. But I, I would assume from a business perspective, the fact that if you do this properly, it opens doors. It does. To other colleges that you may not have uh, worked with before. I mean, how many of these colleges that are coming have you worked with before? Well, the thing is, we haven't sent an athlete to Brown University. We haven't sent a water polo athlete to Penn State. From other sports we have, like we got Cooper Morley swimming at Penn State right now. Yeah, okay. But this is a great opportunity, and this is the reason why I've hired Stefan Minich, my mm. content creator, to mm. make an epic video of this event so we can show coaches in the States what New Zealand showcases are about and the talent that's here. And what's cool is that we're going to live stream this event and we've heard from Stanford that they're going to be watching. Yeah, that's not that's not handy. That's handy. Look, I've, I've got experience. Uh, my wife's uh, uh, cousin went to Stanford. Oh, wow. Uh, ended up playing for the All Whites and he captained Stanford, uh, shy guy, uh, on his own, goes to the big wide America, comes back this confident young man. I mean, you go. Isn't that crazy? Like and, how they uh, can transform? Yeah. Well, I th- and I, th- I thought to myself, if I ever had children, well, I have, but they don't, they're not, they don't want to go to college. Uh, but, if, you know, anyway, you just see the transformation of what the requirements are at an American college to succeed. That all the emphasis on the is, as you said, student first, athlete second, and they come back worldly and and almost three steps ahead of everybody else. They've always got the jump on everybody else because of the requirements. So you're doing good work. So um, if if there are young women listening and they're all their mums and dads are listening that play uh, water polo, where do they get in contact? So they just go to our website, which is www.platformsportsmanagement.com and just fill out the contact form. Yeah, it's not, that's not big, is it? I know. Hey, I did this when I was 22 and I couldn't change it. So that's why it's stuck <laughs> with Platform Sports Management. Platform Sports Management. <laughs> So platformsportsmanagement.co.nz, right? Dot com. Uh, Amra, congratulations, man. Uh, it sounds like it's rocking and rolling and uh, that New Zealand are enjoying what you guys provide. I've got a question for you. If you went to the States, what sport would you play? Oh, wow. What sport would I play? Yeah. Right now, top of my head. Yeah. Tennis. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Well, I always play tennis casually, but I'm useless. Can't serve. Don't have a backhand. Got a strikingly good forehand. Can't move. So, Yeah. That's, I like that, mate. Well, well, let's get a, let's get a video done for you, and I'll flick it to a few yeah. colleges. Eh? <laughs> yeah. Do you have an over fifties uh, uh, seniors course, uh, mate? Congratulations. Thank uh, you so thanks, much. Thanks for joining us. The time that's platformsportsmanagement.co.nz. If you have a uh, 
.com. Did he say .com? .com. Oh, shivers. Platformsportsmanagement.com. If you have a young daughter or a young man that would like to play water polo in the States, potentially earn themselves the right, a scholarship.